Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is episode number three of the Meticulous Mind podcast. I'm your host, Albert Freire, and I hope you are having a wonderful day. Our topics today are Boss Baby, Spotify Plays Monopoly, and NASA Insists, while our meticulous topic of the week is online education. These are the topics. I'm your host, and I will see you after the break. Thank you once again for tuning in for the third episode. I hope you are having a wonderful day and let's get right into it to our first story, which I find is quite funny. I call it the boss baby for obvious reasons, which you probably have guessed of right now. He is the president of the United States and no, it's not annoying orange. Yep, exactly. You guessed it. It's Mr. Donald Trump, which after what happened this week, I'm calling him boss baby from now on. So the president got a tiny boo-boo from a little bird we know as Twitter. Let me explain the situation. Once again, Donald Trump was providing the world with his opinion, as he does and as we are all used to, and what he said was, and I'm going to quote so that everything I say is based on the truth. He said, there is no way, zero, that mail-in ballots will be anything less than substantially fraudulent. Mailboxes will be robbed, ballots will be forged, and even even illegally printed out and fraudulently signed. For those who don't know, a mail-in ballot is a vote by mail in which a person casts their vote onto a piece of paper and sends them in, which basically means everyone is going to be able to vote from home. This is amazing. You're literally going to be able to stay safe at home during this coronavirus pandemic and still be able to vote on who you think is the best candidate. But as we can see from the tweet, I just read, Boss Baby was not the biggest fan of this idea. And so what happened was Twitter decided to mark Trump's tweet with an exclamation mark saying, get the facts on mail-in ballots, which made Boss Baby really angry. So Donald Trump decided to post again on Twitter reporting that the social network was interfering in the 2020 elections and that he wouldn't allow it. He literally said we will strongly regulate or close them down before we can ever allow this to happen. So basically if you are trying to inform the population of the United States with any information besides the president's opinion you are directly interfering in the 2020 elections. This is completely outrageous. He literally looks like a baby who can't have it any other way besides what he wants. I also find it quite ironic the fact that it's Trump who's saying this considering he was part of the Cambridge Analytica scandal. For those who don't know what it is, I talked about it on episode 2 of the Meticulous Mind podcast. I would recommend you to check it out and see for yourself what it's all about. Back to what we were saying, this just proves of how hypocritical the president can really be when he wants. And let me just add that I'm totally against the idea of anyone controlling votes or manipulating people into voting on the candidates that they don't support. A little message for anyone who uses social media. Before you post, grab your phone, grab your laptop, or any device connected to the internet. Search for the facts. Try 
to support your opinion with facts. Instead of trying to type out everything that you're thinking of, do some fact checking. I guarantee you it's not going to hurt. Oh, and baby boss, I'm talking to you. Personally, I think Twitter did the right thing and to be honest, they should do it more often so people can really stay informed with what's true and what's false. Of course that they should let everyone have their opinion and personally, for me, I think it's fine. Donald Trump shared his, but he could have supported his claims with good information and he could definitely do it. I mean, it's not like he's lacking on resources. But this was our first story. Moving on to story number two. Well, our second story of the day is definitely more serious than the first. This story I decided to call Spotify Plays Monopoly because since there has been a growing interest and audience for the podcasting industry, Spotify seems to be the only platform who is really looking forward to be the go-to podcast creation and sharing platform. I mean, people, they managed to buy Anchor for $154 million, which fun fact is the same software I used to make my podcast available on all streaming apps and they were essential for the creation of this podcast. So thank you so much Anchor for helping me develop Meticulous Minds. But moving on to our main focus which is Spotify. They also bought Gimlet Media and Parcast for $250 million. Finally, they bought the Joe Rogan Experience podcast for $100 million, where the show will be a total Spotify exclusive. Basically, Spotify spent $350 million on potential material to create and develop the biggest, most advanced podcast platform in the whole entire planet. This means Spotify now has the potential to make money off ads, they have a very popular show which is the Joe Rogan experience and they make their own content. They have all the tools they need to be the go-to and potentially in my opinion the monopoly of audio streaming platforms. Plus they have integrated videos into their platforms which will allow Joe Rogan to post his videos on the Spotify app and leave YouTube. I would literally consider right now Spotify a YouTube for podcasters and I'm not exaggerating. This can be really good or really bad. It really depends on how long it takes for Sam Pepper to start his own podcast. Personally, it's awesome seeing the Joe Rogan experience being recognized. Joe Rogan seems to be a very hardworking person and this podcast is no exception. I enjoy watching it. I would recommend everyone to check it out and see who he has on the show. He has some very interesting people like Elon Musk, Kevin Hart. I think he had Tony Hawk the other day. It's a very diversified uh, podcast with uh, interesting ideas which I would recommend everyone to go see. But once again let's go back to the main focus. Spotify looks like they are really working on it to make their platform the only option for people interested in listening or making podcasts. I am definitely looking forward
looking forward to see Spotify buying other shows with really big audiences. And if you think or know which show Spotify is going to buy next, send us a tweet at Minds Meticulous and tell us who do you think is going to be the next victim of the Spotify monopoly. I also think that it's time for Apple and Google to start innovating and developing their softwares because if they don't and if other platforms don't start attracting creators and adding more content to their systems, if this doesn't happen, I am 1000% sure Spotify will become a monopoly in this podcasting community. Personally, I believe and defend the idea podcasts should be available for free to everyone who wants to hear them. If a brand like Spotify starts totally owning a market, soon people will only be allowed to hear podcasts and music if they have a Spotify subscription. I just want to add one more opinion to this topic. In the case of the Joe Rogan experience, I understand this podcast is going to make a hundred million dollars. And Joe Rogan said his podcast isn't a sellout. I agree. But does he really think he can simply be paid a hundred million dollars and his podcast isn't going to change? I disagree. He is now part of Spotify. I think his show will become more scripted and controlled by the Spotify company because all his actions will affect the the brand. So Spotify will have more control of everything he posts. But that's my opinion. By the way, and I'm kind of interested to know, if you wish to see the Meticulous Mind podcast in video or maybe some guests on the show, send us a message on Facebook, Patreon, Instagram or Twitter and who knows maybe one day we will be available in video and have guests around. Moving on to our next hot topic. We are down to our final story of the day and I decided to call this story NASA insists because on the 27th of May NASA and SpaceX were planning on sending astronauts to space and although the mission was delayed until Saturday I really wanted to talk about this topic. First off let me just say what an experience. I loved every single moment of that live stream. I was sitting there watching it live on YouTube and I strongly recommend everyone, everyone who's listening in. On Saturday, pick up your phone, go on YouTube and watch it live. It's incredible. I was so excited to see them go into space because personally, I had never seen it happen before. I had never seen a space launch ever. Of course, I had watched some videos on YouTube, but I had never seen it live. So basically SpaceX is working with NASA and it was set to launch astronauts to space on the company's new capsule called Dragon. And it's a very important mission test for SpaceX since it's the first time they send people to space. So you can imagine how important it is for a private company to be part of this big event. And it's also part of NASA's commercial crew program. SpaceX first passengers are Robert Benkin and Doug Harley. And the let me just say this. After the delay, they just stood there inside the capsule for literally one entire day. No one took them out. They literally stood there. Every time I turned on that live stream for the past hours, they were sitting there. If I was an astronaut and if I was stuck in a spaceship 
capsule for more than one hour, I would literally start having a panic attack and start hyperventilating. I could not stand there for that much time. I actually wanted to say that I'm very happy to see that baby boss, uh, you may know who he is, Donald Trump decided to leave Twitter for a day and visit the space station, which fun fact, he is the first president since Bill Clinton to witness a space launch. So I would also like to congratulate Elon Musk for pursuing his dreams and being able to reach the point where he is able to work with NASA. It's very important for people to follow their passion and not quit what they ultimately want to become. So if you have a dream or anything you really want to do, just go ahead and do it. And finally, for this matter, I just wanted to congratulate everybody who is involved in this incredible historic event and thank you so so much for NASA and SpaceX and all the team that is involved and thank you so much for being able to create these events and allowing other people like me to understand and see these events live. This was our final story, NASA insists. Moving on to our meticulous topic of the week. Well, here it is. We are down to our meticulous topic of the week. And oh boy, is it highly controversial right now. I call this topic online education for reasons that don't need explaining. With the coronavirus pandemic, it has become the only solution to maintain education system running and still be able to teach students. The question I ask myself is... Is the online education a program which is here to stay? Is it future-proof? And if yes, is it the best option to provide students and children with the most productive learning? In my opinion, I think it certainly is future-proof and I know that it is here to stay. Maybe not this year, maybe not in five years, but I guarantee the future is really pushing towards an online education. But I'm not mad at this and I strongly agree we should be able to learn from online systems and online educations but let's be honest it still needs to be worked on and it needs to be established some basic rules on one hand this is amazing students get more free time and are able to save money on public transport for example in my case i waste two hours every day on public transport and 30 euros a month online education has provided me with more free time than i could have have ever imagined in my student career. I have been able to complete a Photoshop and Illustrator course and still have time to go to the gym and still be able to go to every single lecture. And no, I'm not saying I go to the gym and watch my lectures as I have seen many people do. Personally, I think it's great, but I can still see it's not perfect. On the other hand, it's worst thing that could have ever happened to any school university or educational system. First, I would like to say schools under 12th grade should not, I repeat, they should not be allowed to have online classes. Most people in schools don't have the maturity enough to learn from an online education. I guarantee 30% of students in the Zoom calls are playing Fortnite while listening to the teacher. So in my opinion, I'm strongly against the usage of online classes for anyone in 12th 
grade or under. On the other hand, in university, I understand and I agree this should happen. Most people in university are paying their own education and they have their own job. Online classes will provide these people to still learn and follow their daily life and daily job. But I still think it needs some tweaking and work, as I've said before. For example, there should still be normal lecture, physical classrooms, and for example, medical students, they should still be connecting with objects and things that they need to understand and touch so that they can evolve and become a better doctor for the future. I think lectures, they should be physical, but they should be recorded and posted online for students to watch or rewatch at home. I do realize many universities around the world already do this, but here in Portugal, many don't have this system implemented and universities really need to start using this to provide students with more information. One problem I noticed and I know most of you are already asking to yourselves is what about tests? To this I answer all tests should be face-to-face -face inside classrooms. Teachers should still be allowed to see what the student is doing. Online tests lead to students copying from each other. The only solution would be, for example, in my case, I have timed questions where it literally only gives you time to pick one option and move. You have to be fast in choosing. There is almost no time to think. And I totally don't agree with this. I prefer to have tests where teachers are watching me and I'm doing it on a piece of paper because at least I know I'm going to have one hour and I can choose my time wisely for each question. I think it's the right thing to do and maintain safe conditions where students study and understand what is happening in their university and in each lecture of every uh, subject that they have. Let me just say for all the students in university or schools who currently have online classes and are copying from other students, let me just tell you this. If you think you can copy from other students, not study, and still pass your finals exam and understand everything that the teachers are teaching you, you are making a big mistake. People, study for your exams. Don't copy from other people. I know I'm going to sound like a teacher with what I'm about to say, but guys, you are only cheating on yourselves. Don't do it. Study. Focus. You are working for your future. My final verdict for this is people in 12th grade or under should not be able to have online schooling. Students need face-to-face -face education to be able to grow and understand everything the teacher is saying. For university, it's split. It's really 50-50. I think it's helpful, but I don't think it's enough to develop and have a good education system. What I think should be approved and should maintain in our education is record classrooms and lectures so that students have more freedom to study when they wish at home. And this was it. That's our meticulous topic of the week. Moving on to our student suggestion of the week. Well, here it is, the moment all you students have been waiting for. Our student suggestion this week is called the Pomodoro Technique. You may ask, what's the Pomodoro Technique? Well, I discovered this on YouTube, watching some videos, and I decided to do some research and try to implement it in my life. 
Since it has been helping me, I thought most of you could use this to stay focused during our long study sessions. I guarantee it will help you stay focused and work faster, better during these long periods. So how does it work? Well, this technique consists of very simple steps. First, choose a task you want to focus on. Second, Pick up your phone or computer and set a timer for 25 minutes. After this, keep working until the timer rings. When the timer rings, take a 5 minute break. Stand up, do some breathing exercises, relax your body and I guarantee it will help you stay focused. After this, repeat these steps 4 times. When you finish repeating these steps 4 times, take a long 20 minute break. Do something you like, go outside, get fresh air or maybe play some video games. So this was the Pomodoro technique and personally I have been using this every day to study since the beginning of lockdown. I feel like having discovered a way to still do something fun but also keep working. I would recommend everyone to do this and try it out for yourself. This was our student suggestion. Here it is, we are down to the final segment of the Meticulous Mind podcast. The highlight this week would have been the SpaceX and NASA collab, but I could not have let this pass by without mentioning it. This week, I decided to show my respect to George Floyd, a 46-year-old black man who died in the United States of America after a police officer handcuffed him, put him on the ground, and kneeled on his neck for several minutes as Mr. Floyd pleaded that he could not breathe. I do realize it's not the happiest topic to end on, but we also need to know that the world we live in works like this. It's horrible to see that in 2020 we are still having police brutality and there is still racism involved. My condolences go out to the family members and friends of George Floyd. And so that's going to be it for episode number three of the Meticulous Mind podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you have a rest of a wonderful day. Follow us on all of our social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and Patreon where we post daily content. Send us a message on any of the topics we talked about this week and share with us your thoughts. Thank you so much for sticking through with us until the end and I will see you in episode number four of the Meticulous Mind podcast. Have a nice day. Yeah.